Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. This is going to be our best show in eight years. I can't hardly talk. I, know I mean, it I, amen, year. brother. Let's go. You like that? Yeah. So, hold them down. If you, if you can't build them up, you knock them down and keep them down. <laughs> there you go. You know? There you go. It's like, when, when, you know, I'm going to give... Uh, I'm gonna give our guest today uh, when we're done, Chris Talley, the the nickel tour to studio. And there you go. Our favorite thing is years ago when Joe Moody was on the show, yep. grew up in the neighborhood. He he showed us in the back where uh, they used to started NWA wrestling. Wrestling. Y'all don't wrestling. know wrestling started in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's wrestling. You gotta get that A going, man. Wrestling. Did I say it wrong? Uh, was I too proper? <laughs> you were too proper. Wow. <laughs> you didn't realize I was. You haven't been accused of that too often, being I'm too not, proper. I'm a lot of things. <laughs> Prop, my vocabulary and my pronunciation is not one of my best attributes. It's okay. I grew up in Georgia, so I, I probably am in the same boat. Really? Yeah. Everybody says you speak way way better than me. I, I, well, man, I don't know about that. Just differently. Somebody was telling me the other day they wrote uh, somebody a thank you note. We were talking about how particular. I can't even think of who who it was. I'm sure somebody been on the radio because we have some pig schnickety entrepreneurs on the radio. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> said they wrote them a thank you note. And they said next time I saw them, they showed them thank you notes. They said, man, this is so great. You sent me this, and they had six grammatical er- areas highlighted. Did it come from me? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I could. I did. I definitely. I think you picked that stuff up in the second and third grade, dude. Talking about, I it. was definitely, uh, and I loved my schooling. I went to Berry Hill Elementary School in yep. West Charlotte. Yep. And I loved my second and third grade teachers, Miss Cook and Miss Lockwood. Thank you very much. But, and I made all VGs. They had VGs back in the day. That's when I was yeah. getting the VGs. You know, no S's or NIs. The, I didn't have, I didn't want a big S guy. <laughs> Definitely not an I. I think guy. under conduct, I got a lot of S's. Talks too much. <clears throat> I'm proud of Ford. He's in the second grade, and he he received. She showed me his report card at the end of the first semester, and he had a fair number of S's there early on. First first quarter, she didn't show it to me then. That's how involved I am in my kids' education. And then <laughs> she showed me the. It has both quarters. And man, they all turn into VGs. Well, all right. To his defense, I mean, my man likes snakes a lot. He probably thought S was good. <laughs> he might have thought S was good. Chip Schramm's been on the radio. Okay. I was hanging out with yeah. Trip, Chip Schramm and his wife, Audra. Uh, we had a YPO trip. Yep. And he was telling me about his daughter. I can't think of her name. Sadie. I, I can't. Yeah, her name's Sadie because same name as Brent Beeson's daughter. And, and when she was in preschool, Chip's wife is a could be a stand-up comedian and she's telling me this she said when sadie was in preschool she would sign her s's with a dollar sign on her name oh, that's sadie cool. that's cool and she said she went and talked to the preschool teacher and said i'm paying you a lot of money you see this and she said that's what sadie says is her curse of s and she says me and you both notice it in the curve it says curse of s is money's dollar sign bling bling <laughs> <laughs> what 
I don't understand what the problem is. So I wrote, I came home on the plane the other day, wrote them a nice letter, and signed my sincerely with the dollar sign. They hadn't received it yet, so let's keep that in the bag. You got a few days before this bad oh, boy is Lord. on the air. I like that. Goodness That's gracious. pretty cool, man. Good for you. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I'm going to always, I'm going to change my name to Srent. <laughs> <laughs> With a bling bling. You could add an S to the Astons. I would be, my name would actually be Negative Srent. <laughs> if you really think about you it. Write it in red. Going down. It's one of them hold them down. <laughs> wait, so, so, wait. I, so I was on the hold them down theme because I'm taking back to where they used to wrestle. I used to pin them for three count. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's our problem. We write all of our thank you cards in red. I do that. Well, I do too. Yeah. Dang. Maybe we start writing using black pins. Oh, oh, you are an accountant. I knew they taught you something at Clemson. David Bear taught you that. That sounds like something he would I definitely say. didn't know red meant negative and <laughs> black meant po- uh, positive until I had a lot of red in my first couple of years in business. Well, I told you, uh, huh. we, uh, I, I studied finance at Clemson. And, uh, <clears throat> man, when I started doing spreadsheets, I loved colors. I had colors all over the place, yellows, reds, greens. And I you finally like got... My- you like my wife. It, like I got to my final corporate finance class, and the guy said, "This this looks interesting. Are you trying to get a job at Barnum and Bailey?" I was like, "Dang, cuz busted me for my colors." So I went red and black from then on out. No what did colors. he give you? Uh, probably an S. You know, I, I I feel bad. I'm remiss when when you when you came when you were working hard to become an employee at the Roby family of companies. I never did ask you for your college transcript. Probably a good thing that's the case. I mean, it's proof, though, that if you get a college degree and you get out of that place, you don't really ever really show you transcript. You know, you're right. Or Trent doesn't pay attention to it. Maybe you gave it to me. I had some work experience then, but, yeah, I was one of those that— Oh, oh, you're— your Ferguson years yeah. is why you got the job. Let's, or it could be my basketball skills. Oh, okay, maybe. Well, I will tell this story. We had a guy, Brendan Hackett, to work oh, for yeah. us. Yeah, he had a non-Hodgkin's oh, lymphoma. Young, very athletic guy, wonderful guy. Moved back with his family in the Northeast, yeah. up in the New York area. Great guy. I'm interviewing this guy right when we started hiring outside of the family for project managers, and. uh and he looked pretty strapping. He had a little northeastern attitude. Yo, what's up? And I said, he said he went to college on a, I think he went to college on a baseball scholarship and quit baseball to play football. So his dad had to pay for his schooling. I was like, dang. I think he went to Ithaca, Ithaca College. Yeah, he was a heck of an athlete. And then I said, can you dunk? And he said, yeah, I can dunk. <laughs> I said, we play a lot of basketball out at the playground down at Ladder Park, down in the hole at Dilworth. And you're going to come play, and and I promise you this, if you can't dunk it, you're gone. (laughs) And Chris Maynard wins. He said, I don't think we should be saying stuff like that. Hey, you're fine. And we were playing a game in the heat of the moment one time. He took a baseline. He did that Jordan where he floated sideways in the air, a little 6-2. Woo! It was pretty. I said, you get, he's tired. He had already been working a while. <laughs> All right. We got Chris Talley. From he Bridge is Tree. the CEO yeah. of Bridge Tree. Going to talk some stuff that we don't even know anything about. Going to talk some technology to I'm us. Scared. Way above our big old brains over here. You're listening <laughs> to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. Whoa. 
Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. Man, I like it. You're giving, the, you're giving our listeners some flavor today. <laughs> I know. They're I like, know. We, we just don't know who that is with a funny voice. No, <laughs> my voice is I haven't done that in a while. Funny enough. but uh, yeah. Got a little cat in my throat, man. A little cat. Nah, we having fun, man. I agree. Talked about some stuff that's heard on the radio before. NWA wrestling started in WBT studio. We got Mr. Chris Talley. Chris Talley's in the house, one of my fellow YPO buddies and uh, one of my dear friends. How long have you been running this YPO gig now? Oh, man. Uh, well, thank you guys for having me yeah, on. No, glad to here. Answer the question. Answer the, get right to it, man. Get right to it. I've been, I started in YPO in 2017, I believe. 2017. So I got about five years in here. I think when you started, I was might have been the North Carolina membership chair. You were. And I came and ha- saw your office. Mm-hmm. It's in Mooresville. Mooresville, one of those northern towns. One beautiful downtown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had never really, I had wonderful. never until that moment been downtown Mooresville. Very similar to like Belmont. Oh yeah, no, no. And we're, uh, we're uh, looking at Cadenville. You know mm-hmm. these, these mm-hmm. little. I'm a West Sider, so that's why. It's the big downtown. city, man. We're looking at a job restaurant in downtown Mooresville as we speak. Are you okay? Oh yeah. Well, 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 Chris runs a company called Bridge Tree, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Your founder, your partner? Nope, I am the no. second generation CEO of Bridge Tree. The founder is a uh, gentleman named Mark Beck who hired me almost exactly 20 years ago okay. to come work for Bridge Tree. But Mark bought this old building. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And renovated it. And renovated it, restored it. It's beautiful. And your office is upstairs, second floor. Gorgeous. I mean, right down Andrew Roby's alley. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and I we we ate lunch after we met, and, and you had some questions for me, which is very impressive. Uh, you kind of get a spackling of everybody that comes through when you're a membership chair, so you get a little bird's eye view of how people tick and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and showed me around and talk, talk, told me about your business. And then we went and had lunch. Was it below or was it over a couple of spaces? It was over a couple of spaces. Great I can't place. remember where we went. but uh, Another redone, yeah, old it was. school. I mean, all that whole building is a row. Of, it's one building. Right, more. right. It feels like a row of one building. Um, but it's two-story generally, mostly yeah. being refurbished. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So did you grow up in Mooresville? No, I didn't. I've been there. We moved there in 2015. So uh, I grew up in Raleigh-Durham. Uh, we uh, moved to, actually, uh, when I was just a just a little boy, uh, we moved to Greenville, North Carolina from New Orleans. And uh, so I've been kind of making my way westward across North Carolina since, uh, since I was about four. So grew up for the most part and went to school in Raleigh-Durham and then... Uh, Went to uh, college in Greensboro, and then lived in Greensboro for a number of years, and then we moved to uh, uprooted the family and moved to Mooresville in 2015, I believe. Did you go to UNCG? I did. UNC Greensboro. What did Spartans. you study there? I studied communication studies, as I called it. It was the frat boys' business major <laughs> because okay, I didn't have why. to take You're all right, the accounting man. and the finance and all the math that's classes. What I should have done. I was a uh, I was a public <laughs> relations major, and uh, well, there you go. Yep. PR major. Yes, I was. What did you think at the time you were going to do? I 
I pretty much figured I was going to do marketing and advertising. Okay. Yeah. I, I knew that was uh, PR was is very closely related to marketing and advertising, but it's more through like the media and press than it is through like buying and and whatnot. So, uh, so I, you know, I, I started out as a as a PR practitioner, and then uh, quickly realized that I liked the advertising side of the business a lot better. Mainly because like the media reps would come and take me to lunch and buy me a bunch of buy buy me free meals and whatnot. Yeah, and yeah. I was a twenty two year old kid. You were uh, in it for the meal. For I, the I as a twenty two year old kid, man, I was in it for the food back then. For Remember the free lunches. Remember Billy Bob from Church, Patrick? Oh yeah. He said, I'm, in, I'm always in it for the eats. That's Billy right. Bob was a beautiful, yeah. yeah I mean, man. simple, simple way to save money there, huh? It was, and as a as a young kid getting started out, man, there wasn't much. Man, I think that's why I have so many friends now because I, I I buy the eats generally. I I do too God. now. Dang. So what call what did, was your parents' occupation that caused you to move from New Orleans to Greenville, North Carolina, to Raleigh? So. Both of my parents were sort of academics. Uh-huh. I was born in uh, Michigan at, uh, at in Ann Arbor. Go blue! Uh, and they both Ooh. taught it. They both taught at Michigan, and then uh, wow. they moved down to New Orleans again. To I think they were teaching at Tulane, maybe then. Yeah. And then uh, unfortunately, they split up then. And so my mother, uh, we moved with my mom up to Greenville. She got a job at East Carolina University teaching. She was in uh, uh, what's called speech pathology. So uh, helping people who, uh, who 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 don't talk too good uh, uh, get better with it. That's why you speak so well. It could be. Hey, have you been critiquing me and pa- Patrick and I? I was going to say oh, you I've have got a, a I've got a great impersonation of you. Oh so, please, you know. please! Do oh, it. No, God. you do have a no, good I'm, radio I'm, voice. No, no, this he's already gracious. got me. He's picking on me with my 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 loose voice over here. Piper, Piper, my my youngest daughter. <laughs> could, she, could had, you? she had she had to go to take. Yeah. For several years, took some speech yeah. classes mm-hmm. and had a speech teacher, speech coach. It was great. I mean, we loved it. Oh, yeah. It, it does I mean, a world of good. And my dad was a uh, an audiologist. He uh, okay, stopped cool. teaching and then went and uh, worked at the uh, Veterans Administration Hospital in Durham. Okay. Uh, treating veterans with uh, hearing disorders. He would from love there. me. I, he'd I have a field say, day. He like, probably would. Day at the, day at the zoo. <laughs> like this guy's got all kind of issue. I cannot hear. I would. I mean, I would think obviously the VA. I mean, that's probably a humongous need based on oh, what, what you're going through in your training yeah. and all the stuff that's yeah. exploding. Yeah, that's 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 a pretty admirable thing. It was. It was. He retired years and years ago, but uh, uh yeah, he did that for a long time and uh, and used to yell at me all the time because I had those. You know those those big bass speakers in my car when yeah, I was about I sixteen. Too. Oh yeah, I'm the guy that you could hear thumping coming down the road from about you know six blocks away. That was a would, status uh, symbol. Did you, build, was. did you and your friends build the speaker box? Oh, we did. We did. Oh, y'all was, built what, we, they didn't we, happen to be twelve inch kicker subwoofers. They were ten inch kickers. Oh, oh kicker. little baby speakers with a with a big old Alpine amp. I, how much? How much? I had like eleven hundred watts. Just remember this eleven hundred watt amp. I don't know what that means. I don't even. I don't remember. I didn't have anything either, for the treble. <laughs> no, you had to have the tweeters, man, up in the oh, yeah. Yeah, in the top left. Oh, I didn't top right. I oh you had that, to tip that treble all the way to high, category. bro. You did. <laughs> we all we all had the big booming systems back <laughs> in the way, back in the, the uh, trunk early. rattle. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was a thing then. That's how we rolled in the early nineties, yeah. man. It was a thing. Uh, yeah, it was two thousand. That's how we rolled. Too. I mean, I had a I had a little earring in my ear in high school, <laughs> and, and and they were talking about that on the radio this morning. I was riding in. They, you write a note in on the radio station and said, hey, what do you think? Uh, 16-year-old son got an earring, and now my 12-year-old son wants an earring. I'm like, that's crazy. 
let a 12-year-old get an earring. <laughs> and I started thinking. My brother got, went to college and was a freshman at ECU and came home with an earring. So then me and my buddies thought we wanted an earring. I was only 13. <laughs> and that was in the olden days. Now it's way different. Whoa, whoa, but you pierced your own ear, right? I did. It was swollen. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't see the earring for two weeks because it was so swollen around it. I could just see Ron Hasten's look on the face. He was right not now. happy. He didn't talk to me for like four days. That eyebrow broke, had a giant. It broke S my heart it. that he did not speak to me. <laughs> yeah. um, but hey, you live and learn. So, so uh, Chris, how many kids were you married? I am. Tell us about your family a little bit. Yeah, I'd be glad to. Uh, I my wonderful wife. Uh, her name is Nisa. And that's spelled with an N, N-I-S-S-A. Uh, everybody calls her Lisa when they first meet her, and so she's really <laughs> impressed when people get the name right. But uh, I think Lisa I've always gotten name. her right. You have. You have. Uh, so we've been, we got married in 2007. So uh, we've, uh, we've, been, we've been here for a while. We have uh, two, two boys that keep us very, very busy. Oh, cool. uh, uh, Jackson is our oldest. He's 12. And Spencer is our youngest, who's 10. Uh, uh, so it's uh, there's never a there's never a dull moment at the uh, tally house these days. Oh, that's great. I hear you. They riding dirt bikes and doing flips and stuff. Not really so much. <laughs> uh, I'm not no. I'm not letting them on that yet. No, no, no. They're not. I'm not going to let them do the stupid things I did. As well, a kid, I grew so, up on uh, dirt bikes and flipped and landed on my head. My wife made a vow that I mm-hmm. could, could never let my kids uh, own dirt bikes. Now they. We at Buddy's house and they riding dirt bikes around. Well, come on, baby. She give me that look. Let, let like, ride a little nah, bit. Nah. Uh, but hey, we love talking about your family and, yeah. and wonderful to talk about where you come from. When we come back, I want to talk about Bridge Tree and your professional career. You got you, it. You hang out with us for a few minutes. I'm here. Chris Tally, when we return, talking about Bridge Tree on the At Home with Roby show. Welcome back to the At Home with Roby show. I am Trent Hasten. Have a clear voice today. There you go. There you go. Patrick McIsaac over here. What's up? Snowski bum. Yeah. You can't I don't know hide it. that thin air gets me every you time. You act like you're hiding it. Everybody knows you've been in, out out in the Rockies. How could Steamboat, you tell? Colorado. <laughs> How was it? Oh man, it's beautiful. It was unbelievable. I mean, they they're getting absolutely pummeled with snow in the, in the yeah, West Yeah, they're Coast. getting snow in Austin, Texas. Oh yeah. It's no 21 inches the day we left. Wow. I mean, it was it was crazy. Uh, but absolutely it, 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 unbelievable. You were like, I hope I get snowed in forever out here. I won't <laughs> ever have to go back to Roby. It'd be terrible. I have, like, long hair. Have a couple of splashes of facial hair yeah, wherever it would grow. Just a couple of spots. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, so we got Chris Talley with us yeah. today. I mean, gave us a rundown on, on his travails up to his, where, where we're at now. Now, now you're leading Bridge Tree. Mm-hmm. Based out of Mooresville, North Carolina. Yeah, been there twenty years. Nisa, been. two young boys, twelve and ten. I got all this right. You got it right. Good. Well, tell tell us about Bridge Tree. Yes. Yeah, I'd be glad to. Uh, uh, like I say, uh, coming up on twenty years this May. Yeah. It's been a uh, it's been a fantastic ride. I, I've absolutely loved every minute of it, and uh, and uh, I'm very thankful to have uh, really been blessed to have this opportunity. Uh, so Bridge Tree is a marketing services company. Okay. So we do marketing and advertising. So think advertising. Yeah. And we're much more of the, uh, I describe us as we're more of the, 
the math and science side of marketing than the art side of marketing. Okay. So when most people think of advertising, you think about TV commercials. Yeah. You think about funny commercials and pretty pictures and funny headlines and ads in a magazine or radio ads, things like that. We don't do any of that. That's called the creative side of advertising. We do very much the uh, more of the analytics uh, data, kind. analytics, yeah. and technology side of marketing. So basically what that means is we we gather a lot of data about consumers. So our, our customers, our clients are big national companies that market to consumers. Okay. So think about big box retailers, think about financial institutions, uh, th those types of companies that have very large customer bases. And what we help them do is to gather data about their customers so that they can understand them better so that, you know, they can do a more relevant job of marketing to them. So, there's all this data that uh, companies can collect on on people, on consumers. Uh, a lot of it's public information that's yeah, just readily sure. available out on out on the market. And by bringing all this data together, we can start to paint a picture of who who their customers are. So, like we can use uh, Trent here for for instance. We know that if if Trent walks into the oh store boy. and swipes his credit card and you know, buys some two by fours and a nail gun and a and pack of nails. Twelve pack of Bud Light and a twelve pack of Bud Light with his uh, uh with his nail gun. Uh, not <laughs> recommended. So safe. Not sounds recommended. Like a, sounds like a good Friday night. Keep uh, going. <laughs> so we we all we really know at that point is that this guy named Trent came in and bought some wood yeah. and a nail gun and some some nails, right? Uh, so then we go out and we start looking for other information. So we say, who is this Trent guy after all? So we find we say, okay, well he lives in Charlotte. And he lives on a, you know, uh, uh, acre and a half size size lot. He's married. He's got five kids. They're between 15 and one. I think I, I think I got that almost You're right. Uh, and so we can start to tell a little bit more about Trent and say, okay, well, he's, he's, a, he's a professional and he's got a, a young family still. Uh, they're still sort of in that family growing mode. So... Right. You know, uh, so that's that. Now we know a little bit more about you. So, so we're going to send you different kinds of advertising than, you know, if if we find out that you live on the thirty second floor of the View, and you know, we're 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 going to talk to you very for the same big box retailer. Exactly. You got different focuses. Exactly. You might send me something about a playhouse, mm -hmm. and you might send them something about a. A chest of drawers is real elegant or grill something. Or something, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, okay. exactly. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is a wonderful explanation. So, well, so it's, 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 it's really where marketing and advertising is going these days. It's all very much technology-driven and data-driven is, is the terms that we use. And the more data that you have about people, the better you can understand them and the better you can then you know, talk to them, basically. Cater, yeah, mm -hmm. cater to them. So you were mentioning it's like big big box retail, big financial institutions. Those mm -hmm. are really like your, your, your key clients? The, those are. Those are two of uh, uh, two two categories that, that we're very strong in because, frankly, they, again, they have a lot of data. They generate a lot of data about their customers, yeah. and they serve very large customer bases. Like we, we, we help customers do what's called uh, B2C advertising, yep. business to consumer. Yep advertising uh we really don't do the b2b type of stuff we're we're very okay. much uh focused on you know customers and being more relevant helping companies be more relevant and personalized to their uh customer bases well like so so i mean everybody's heard of like a nielsen uh mm -hmm. it's obviously mass media the radio stations tv commercials would you work congruently with them or, or in concert with them or would that be more of a competitor uh 
I'd say more of adjacently to them. Okay. Uh, so so they're really more about uh, the the media behaviors, like what yeah. what kind of shows you're watching, what kind of radio shows you're listening to, and then you know they do a lot of work also around like with uh, with retail companies about what kind of products people are buying, but they don't tell you who it is that's buying it. They just tell you like, look at this store, you're selling a lot of Dove soap more than these other stores, but they don't say that Trent is buying. Dove soap and Patrick's buying, Got it. you know, dial or whatever. I'm making this up. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so we're really more in the business of understanding what Trent buys versus what Patrick buys, so that when we send an ad to Trent, it's for the kind of product that, frankly, he wants to get an ad for. You know, you you want to you you know you want if you really like a brand, you want them to send you. Advertisers and offers, it, yeah, honestly. because you like their products, That's and right. you know, and what you don't want is for a brand that you have no interest in whatsoever hammering you with ads. So what we try to do is make sure that you know you're getting the ad that you want, and Patrick's getting the ad that yeah. that he wants, and neither one of you are getting the stuff that you don't. Y'all want. listening to my phone when me and my wife are talking in the kitchen? <laughs> I I have no knowledge of uh, that. That I'm that just telling you, trend. it's kind of odd these days. We'll have talk about a word, yeah, a, a product Pizza. we've and never talked about, and 15 minutes later, it's on the it's on comes on my. Phone. You know, I, I will say that is not what Bridgetree does. Yeah. Uh, that, on the other hand, happens. And anyone who doesn't know it by now needs to. That, oh, you yeah. know, that phone is always listening to you and the big social media guys and, yeah. and those, they, they are listening to what you're saying. And, you know, a lot of people get, get kind of stirred up about that. I always sort of look at it as, you know, look, all they want to do is send you an ad. It is yeah, what nice. it is. Yeah. You know. I mean, Hey, if they think that, I always say this all the time. If they think they got something knowing me, God, good luck. The joke's on you, cuz. Uh, exactly. <laughs> That's the truth. Isn't I'll be it? like, what is this guy? We thought he had something. He's just old river rat redneck. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, man. But you like to play with Bud Light and uh, nail guns on Friday <laughs> nail night. Gun on apparently, Friday yeah, night so. apparently, I do. Hey, I didn't know that. Listen, uh, the nail gun might be an effective tool against the I think I've heads. said this on the radio before. An aside. Yeah. My wife loves my asides. Uh, we had a carpenter one time. I vividly remember this. This is when I was 15 years old, and he had the nail gun hanging on a on a uh, scaffold, and the trigger was pulled because it was hanging on the scaffold butt. And he was climbing the scaffold, and he pushed in the the, the nose of the nail gun and shot a shot a nail into his lung. And and. Sixteen penny and the I don't know what size nail it was, but the, oh no! But the 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 guy was cool and he was fortunately he wasn't that injured. I don't know the how this worked, but but the thing was when my uncle took him to the hospital, he was trying to blow cigarette smoke out of his chest. So uh, I guess that's just old real men. So, that so, is right there. So man. what do you sell him? What do you sell him? So I don't buy nail guns. I don't need a nail gun. I don't. I don't think I want you buying a nail gun after I mean, that story, Trent. Uh, uh, we're we're gonna send you an ad for something else. Goodness right. gracious! Send me an ad for uh, a like bubble. a you know at at, at 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 the big box hardware store. We put together the little wooden cars for the kids. Exactly. And then I go in the there and buy, derby kits. Then exactly. I go buy light bulbs and hot beef jerky and mm-hmm. some some Red Bull. You know all that stuff on the way out the door. So, Chris, that is awesome story about your business. It's real intriguing. Yeah, what a, uh, what a great business. And, and you related it so well. Before you leave, I want to put you on the spot. You've been asking me what we're going to talk about. 
What is one thing, one of the principles, the main principle that you live by when you go about your day in life and business with your wife and kids? Wow. Boy, you did just put me on the spot on that I one, mean, didn't you? I mean, you got it, man. Mine's the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. We're the Roby family. Right. You know, everybody's you got know, family I think, behind them. I think mine is probably the, the words I always used are, you know, be kind, help people, don't hurt them. And I really think that's what, you know, I I think that's what we're here to do is help people don't do harm uh, and help all the people that you can along the way. And and that's a big that's that's kind of a important principle for me is that, you know, uh, I've been very fortunate in my life uh, uh, and I want to, you know, I try very hard to give back to help people better their lives as well so well i'm gonna tell you i've known i've known you and nisa and and, and your boys for going on seven eight years you exude that both y'all do your you family does me and reagan both feel it uh when we hang out when we interact so god bless you how can they look you up if the audience says hey man i want to see what this bridge tree and chris tally's about yeah sure uh the company website is easy enough it's www.bridgetree.com and that's a bridge and a tree one word uh that's our that's our website address that'll tell you all about what we do there there's a link to see my pretty picture on there somewhere on that website uh that you can click through and send me a send me an email at ctally at bridgetree.com ctally at bridgetree.com well chris thanks for being here hey trent it was a pleasure uh thank you guys for having me uh this was my first uh yeah, radio experience so uh hopefully you'll come back i'll, I'll be glad to yes we, we'll do it again can you take patrick out with you hey you, <laughs> you're listening to at Later. home with roby chris tally bridge tree we'll be right back and welcome back to the at home with roby show i am trent Haston. Uh, with my guest, 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 guest host Patrick McIsaac. Hey, Patrick! Hello, everybody! Oh wow, you got yeah. you got your voice back. No, I think TJ's playing some voodoo magic with the uh, with the switchback. Right I think there, whatever. I think got. I need to be the new intro guy. Go, you mean he got so it. commanding. <laughs> I think I, I think I set the mood for our listeners. Just <laughs> ease into it, relax. You about to learn something and laugh a lot. But, Okay, we're gonna do Chris Tally, man, that's a good story, isn't it? Unbelievable, yeah. I mean, it really is cool what they can do with 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 what the, what's coming and what's there. You know what's really it. weird? This is really weird. So, <laughs> to tell me. So, yesterday, when I'm in Austin, Texas, I'm driving a rental car back to the airport in the snowstorm. Uh, I get a phone call, and it's uh, it's my credit card saying they think they had a fraudulent charge. Yeah, okay. okay. And I get a text, and I shot ping David Baird to make sure I wasn't going to give the wrong person my information. He pulled it up in our office and said, yeah, it, it is a charge. It's, they're, they're right. Um, and I had been using my credit card last week in Costa Rica. I have been using my credit card in Texas, all over Texas, yeah. San Antonio, Austin, and in the back country. And this was a six hundred and fifty dollar Home Depot charge, and they said it was fraud. <laughs> I, I get I, the irony. I've really gotten out of the game. I get, the, I get like, the irony. Bling bling bling. He's at Home Depot. There's something wrong. <laughs> so, so we're only in the construction business. So you did buy the nail gun. 
I did. It was a. It was not me. <laughs> and they called it. Now I got to get a new card. It's a little little bit of a hassle, but uh, I I am so impressed uh with how proactive and and technologically inclined the the banks are with these with these fraud catches and stuff. Well, I wonder if you had just charged something in Austin and they saw the immediate charge to something in North Carolina. But why didn't they think the Austin thing was a fraud? I hadn't right. been to Austin in years and years. Mm. They're tracking you. They're like, oh, he gets gas. He likes to buy Red Bull. No. <laughs> and nail guns. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen gun. to the other segments I don't of think show. I've ever in my life bought a nail gun. It sounds pretty intriguing. But I have a nail gun. I got yeah. my daddy's old nail there gun. There you go. It says Ron on it in his old Just R, like big you would. R. Yeah. If you're listening to the show and you ever knew my dad, he was a lefty. He thought right-handers were, were second-class citizens. Um <laughs> And he wrote, he curled his hand around when he wrote, and he wrote a humongous R and then a little O and a little N. I always wrote cursive. Everybody talks about all the things he used to write his name on. I mean, I think I still have Magic Marker where he wrote his name on my back of my arm one time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was funny. He gotcha. You know, but when my mom was renovating the house that Dad and Leroy built, uh, several, several years ago, Luke Nace, who now runs our, our yeah. Hendersonville, Asheville office, uh, got to do the project, and he's an old soul like my father, and he would randomly, we bonded over, he'd randomly send me and Travis pictures as they were tearing stuff out where he had written some notes behind the wall, <laughs> you know, while he's framing or what have you. Uh, he's like, oh, man, it's so cool. That's so special. And then I was on that trip. Uh, yeah who were building the house for his family house in Hendersonville and uh and he was speaking about that about Luke Nays and and then that's a that's a legacy house they're building. No, it's uh, that's cool. So he was with you in Costa Rica. He was. You guys all were together down there. Yeah. yeah. That's a beautiful country. Pura Vida, right? Pura Vida is what they say. And odd, they uh they decided some years ago, they talked about this a little bit, some years ago to close the military yeah. and plow all their military financing into the school, public school system. So They don't the, have a military. I, I think right. their literacy rate is like 90-plus percent. I mean, their education is out of this world. And I'm going to tell you, you go a lot of places, you spend money in these beautiful islands, these beautiful tropics and, and different places all over the world. The people there are as good as it gets in what – Chris said, "Just be kind. Treat. I mean, I mean, no reason to 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 have an attitude. No reason to not exude kindness. Um, and, and they do that down there very well. And I think that's with any anything in life, business, whatever it is, is being kind. The right people will will hang around. Patrick, you I'll be nice way. to you this week. We're gonna I, have a good. I'm week. sure we'll have a couple, you know, scruffles, but you know, for the most part, we're nice to each other." I'm going to knock your voice back in place. Bray, can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give, give me a left hook oh, to the I Adam's can, apple. No, I, I'm, about to give the, I'm about to give our Saranata. Hey, go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. We hope you're having fun riding down the road, sitting at home, whatever you're doing. Take care of your family. Take care of your friends. That's what we got in this world. Thanks for listening to At Home with Roby.